Section 40 of Popular Tales from the Norse. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Reading by Lars Rolander. Popular Tales from the Norse by Sir George Webb Dasent. Section 40 Goosey Grizzle. Once on a time there was a widower who had a housekeeper named Grizzle, who set her much at him and teased him early and late to marry her. At last the man got so weary of her he was at his wit's end to know how to get rid of her. So it fell on a day between hay time and harvest. The two went out to pull hemp. Grizzle's head was full of her good looks and her handiness, and she worked away at the hem till she grew giddy from the strong smell of the ripe seed, and at last down she fell flat, fast asleep among the hem. While she slept her master got a pair of scissors and cut her skirts short all round, and then he rubbed her all over, face and all first with tallow and then with soot, till she looked worse than the dale himself. So when Grizzle woke and saw how ugly she was, she didn't know herself. "'Can this be me now?' said Grizzle. "'Nay, nay, it can never be me. So ugly have I never been. It's surely the dale himself.' Well, that she might really know the truth, she went off and knocked at her master's door and asked is your gersey at home the day father ay ay our gersey is at home safe enough said the man who wanted to be rid of her well well she said to herself then i can't be his grizzle and stole away and right glad the man was i can tell you so when she had walked a bit she came to a great wood where she met two thieves. The very men for my money, thought Grizzle, since I am the Dale, thieves are just fit fellows for me. But the thieves were not of the same mind, not they. As soon as they set eyes on her, they took to their heels as fast as they could, for they thought the evil one was come to catch them. But it was no good, for Grizzle was long-legged and swift-footed, and she came up with them before they knew where they were. "'If you're going out to steal, I'll go with you and help,' said Grizzle, "'for I know the whole country round.' So when the thieves heard that, they thought they had found a good mate and were no longer afraid. Then they said they were off to steal a sheep, only they didn't know where to lay hold of one. "'Oh,' said Grizzle, that's a small matter, for I was made with a farmer ever so long out in the wood yonder, and I could find the sheepfold, though the night were dark as pitch. The thieves thought that grand, and when they came to the place, Grizzle was to go into the fold and turn out the sheep, and they were to lay hold on it. Now the sheepfold lay close to the wall of the room where the farmer slept, so Grizzle crept quite softly and carefully into the fold. But as soon as she got in, 
she began to scream out to the thieves, Will you have a weather or a youth? Here are lots to choose from. Hush, hush, said the thieves. Only take one that is fine and fat. Yes, yes, but will you have a weather or a youth? Will you have a weather or a youth? For there are lots to choose from, screeched Grizzle. Hush, hush, said the thieves again. Only take one that's fine and fat. It's all the same to us, whether it's a weather or a youth. Yes, screeched Grizzle, who stuck to her own. But will you have a weather or a youth? A weather or a youth? Here are lots to choose from. Hold your jaw, said the thieves, and take a fine fat one. Weather or you, it's all one to us. But just then out came the farmer in his shirt, who had been waked by all this clatter, and wanted to see what was going on. So the thieves took to their heels, and Grizzle after them, upsetting the farmer in her flight. Stop, boys, stop, boys, she screamed. But the farmer, who had only seen the black monster, grew so afraid that he could scarce stand, for he thought it was the Dale himself that had been in his sheepfold. The only help he knew was to go indoors and wake up the whole house, and they all sat down to read and pray, for he had heard that was the way to send the Dale about his business. Now the next night the thieves said they must go and steal a fat goose, and Grizzle was to show them the way. So when they came to the goose-keepin, Grizzle was to go in and turn one out, for she knew the ways of the place, and the thieves were to stand outside and catch it. But as soon as ever she got in she began to scream, Will you have a goose or gander? You may pick and choose here. Hush, hush, choose only a fine fat one, said the thieves. Yes, yes, but will you have a goose or gander, goose or gander? You may pick and choose, screamed Grizzle. Hush, hush, only choose one that's fine and fat, and it's all one to us whether it's goose or gander. But do hold your jaw, said they. But while Grizzle and the thieves were settling this, one of the goose began to cackle, and then another cackled, and then the whole flock cackled and hissed. And out came the farmer to see what all the noise could mean. And away went the thieves, and Grizzle after them at full speed. And the farmer thought again it was the black dale flying away, for long-legged she was, and she had no skirts to hamper her. Stop a bit, boys, she kept on screaming. You might as well have said whether you would have a goose or gander. But they had no time to stop, they thought. And as for the farmer, he began to read and pray with all his house, small and great, for they thought it was the dale and no mistake. Now the third day, when night came, the thieves and Grizzle were so hungry they did not know what to do. So they made up their minds to go to the larder of a rich farmer who lived by the wood's side and steal some food. Well, off they went, but the thieves did not dare to venture themselves, 
so Grizzel was to go up the steps which led to the larder and hand the food out, and the others were to stand below and take it from her. So when Grizzel got inside she saw the larder was full of all sorts of things, fresh meat and salt and sausages and oat cake. The thieves begged her to be still and just throw out something to eat and to bear in mind how badly they had fated for two nights. But Grizzle stuck to her own, that she did. Will you have fresh meat or salt or sausages or oat cake? Just look what a lovely oat cake she bawled out enough to split your head. You may have what you please, for here's plenty to choose from. But the farmer woke with all this noise and ran out to see what it all meant. As for the thieves, off they ran as fast as they could. But while the farmer was looking after them, down came Grizzle so black and ugly. Stop a bit, stop a bit, boys, she bellowed. You may have what you please, for there's plenty to choose from. And when the farmer saw that ugly monster, he too thought the dale was loose, for he had heard what had happened to his neighbors the evenings before. So he began both to read and pray, and every one in the whole parish began to read and pray, for they knew that you could read the dale away. The next evening was Saturday evening, and the thieves wanted to steal a fat ram for their Sunday dinner and well they might, for they had fasted many days. But they wouldn't have Grizzle with them at any price. She brought bad luck with her jaw, they said. So while Grizzle was walking about waiting for them on Sunday morning, she got so awfully hungry, for she had fasted for three days, that she went into a turnip field and pulled up some turnips to eat. But when the farmer who owned the turnips rose, he felt uneasy in his mind and thought he would just go and take a look at his turnips on the Sunday morning. So he pulled on his trousers and went across the moss which lay under the hill where the turnip field lay. But when he got to the bottom of the field, he saw something black walking about in the field and pulling up his turnips and he soon made up his mind that it was the dale, so away he ran home as fast as he could, and said the dale was among the turnips. This frightened the whole house out of their wits, and they agreed they'd best send for the priest and get him to bind the dale. That won't do, said the good wife. This is Sunday morning. You'll never get the priest to come, for either he'll be in bed or if he's up he'll be learning his sermon by heart. Oh, said the good man, never fear. I'll promise him a fat loin of veal, and then he'll come fast enough. So off he went to the priest's house, but when he got there, sure enough, the priest was still in bed. The maid begged the farmer to walk into the parlor, while she ran up to the priest and said, Farmer so-and-so was downstairs and wished to have a word with him. Well, when the priest heard that such a worthy man was downstairs, he got up at once and came down just as he was in his slippers and nightcap. So the good man told him his errand, 
how the dale was loose in his turnip field, and if the priest would only come and bind him, he would send him a fat loin of veal. Yes, the priest was willing enough, and called out to his groom to saddle his horse while he dressed himself. Nay, nay, father, said the man, the dale won't wait for us long, and no one knows where we shall find him again if we miss him now. Your reverence must come at once, just as you are. So the priest followed him just as he was, with the clothes he stood in, and went off in his nightcap and slippers. But when they got to the moss, it was so moist the priest couldn't cross it in his slippers. So the good man took him on his back to carry him over. On they went, the good man picking his way from one clump to the other till they got to the middle. Then Grizzle caught sight of them and thought it was the thieves bringing the ram. Is he fat? she screamed. Is he fat? and made such a noise that the wood rang again. The dale knows if he's fat or lean, I'm sure I don't, said the good man, when he heard that. But if you want to know, you'd better come yourself and see. And then he got so afraid, he threw the priest head over heels into the soft wet moss, and took to his legs. And if the priest hasn't got out, why, I dare say he's lying there still. End of section 40 Read by Lars Rolander